Hey everyone, this podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts at patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash g-a-m-e-f-u-l-l-y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. You gonna go to Old Spaghetti Factory? Spaghetti Factory? We're going to go to the old spaghetti factory, Tom. What are you talking about? You want to go? Do you want to come to the old spaghetti factory? Yes, I do. Yeah, I've never been. What is that? Uh, it's, it's, it's it's apparently a restaurant. It sounds like you're referring to something that I should know about, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hello, everyone. <laughs> My name is David Bell. My name is Tom Ryman. And we just watched Infinite. Infinite. Yeah. Ironically, it ended. Yeah, I was, it was a real, it was a really unexpected twist. The visions you've had your entire life aren't hallucinations. They're memories. You're talking about reincarnation. The legend never die. You get reborn. We call ourselves the Infinite. We remember skills from all our past lives. It takes ten thousand hours to master a skull. How could you be after a million hours? Pretty damn good. Look, listen, <laughs> listen, look. This is listen. Mark Wahlberg. Uh, past this, lives. This is fifty-year-old Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> yeah, discovering that he's the special boy. Yeah, who is uh, going to save the world? Uh, it's there's there's like a secret from a organi- doomsday device. Yeah. Secret world of of people who have who just get reincarnated but retain all the memories of their previous lives, and it's it's just this it's another uh, secret war type. They're movie. called the believers, Tom. The believers versus the, believers. the nihilists. Yes, this is mm, this is a right, very low score on both audiences and um, critics and Metacritic. I, yeah. I yeah, I enjoyed the audience reviews because it's people who are like. Like giving it two stars, and they're coming in. They're like, "Look, it, it's it's a movie, folks. If you just, uh, you know, you accept that, you shut off your brain, and uh, it's still not good." Yeah, it's a lot of those people. Are like, right. I'm, I was ready for a dumb action film, and this still uh, didn't. Right. Make that it's like mark. reviewers coming in. Like, I was ready for the baseline experience of moving images with sound. Yeah, <laughs> two stars. <laughs> this is um. Boy, uh, yeah, where do we start? Okay. Okay, well, I mean, obviously, what is there- How did you like the film, is Tom? There, well, is there business we get out of the way first? Do we say anything? This is a movie on that's on Paramount+. Plus. Uh, I think it might also be in theaters, uh, but it's yeah. definitely on Paramount+. Plus. Uh, we figured there is some other stuff we could cover, but we figured nobody- really wants to listen to us talk about in the heights or no this is this is a juicy one for us or, this is um, perfect yeah the for other us. i think the other right the other perfect one for us would have been a quiet place but we decided on this just because it's easy yeah uh i'm kind of hoping to not see a quiet place too i want to I, I i'm still have, i'm honestly still a little gun shy about going to the theater oh yeah i i, I haven't just, been yet uh, well since oh. our get together our, our, our group get together right but you haven't actually I gone. haven't like gone to see a it's movie it's fine I just, I realized about um, A Quiet Place 2, I didn't really care for the first one that much, and this is a sequel where I'm like, I just, I have no interest in it. Yeah. I just have no interest. Right. I it's don't like, think it, about it, right. I constantly forget it even exists. Yeah, it's like when ev- each new Hunger Games was coming out, I was like, I- Yeah. I got nothing. I <laughs> yeah, if, some, if someone's like, you know, I really loved it, I'd be like, good for you. I don't think about it, and that's that, you know, I just don't. I don't know. No one wants me to see a movie like that, you know, where mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, it's a it's a movie. Like, I'm sure it's fine. You know, I'm sure it's fine. I've heard good things, but, you know. Yeah. Um, I think I also, I, I, Luca, I, I, I enjoyed know. the first one more than you did, but. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Luca yeah, and then Luca, yeah. probably really good, but like, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's hard and, to talk about so, Pixar movies, we've discovered. Yeah, because they're just very. We've good. done a few, uh, so it just winds uh, up us. Like I think we uh, uh, doing Soul was us talking about like how it punched us in in the gut as people trying to make it in a creative industry. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, but this this is like mm, yum yum yum. Oh yum, yeah, yum. this is this is finger licking bullshit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this movie. <laughs> this is almost okay. I think this is almost enjoyable 
I this needed like Nicolas Cage. That's that's well, the kind of movie we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. I think. Well, okay. the The question was, did you enjoy this movie, Dave? Did you enjoy yeah. this movie? Uh, I think. All right, it's hard. Mm-hmm. This is hard mm-hmm. because I think I enjoyed. Um, I enjoyed making notes about how silly this movie was mm-hmm. and all the little stupid things. I think the characters, except for the villain, uh, I think they needed to chew the scenery a lot more, which is what my problem was, is that I was, it was bouts of confusion and boredom, and I knew it would make a good podcast, but I don't, I, like, this is like, we watched this on Friday nights, you know? Yeah. This is, this is a fun get together and, like, make fun of a movie movie, I think. So yeah, I, I guess that in that assessment. sense, yeah, I guess in that sense, I did enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Like you, you texted me that it was better than the old guard. Yes. And at first I was like, I don't know about that. But then I realized like, yeah, the old, old guard was more boring. Yeah. This is less boring. This is way also, less boring. Never get tired of seeing Jason Manzoukas show up. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk, was... we're going to talk about that. Cause Dave, here, here's, <laughs> here's my surprising answer to that question. I kind of did like this movie. <laughs> really yeah because this movie i feel like you know it's filled with every single cliche Uh uh-huh uh it is incredibly stupid it is filled with plot holes Uh uh-huh and i think the action just isn't quite good it's not Uh, quite good but it is better than i think this is Okay, so when you do an action movie nowadays, you can kind of go in two directions, right? You can go in a John Wick direction, which is like the realistic, grounded, cool choreography type direction that's closer to like martial arts movies. Or you can go in the Fast and Furious direction, which is like it's about big, cartoonish, impossible spectacle. Yeah, it's just CGI. Yeah. Um, But here's the thing. Fast and the Furious, they don't use CGI when they can avoid it. When they can avoid it, yeah. Um, and this movie doesn't either. This movie uses a, a, a more practical stuff than I would have expected. Um, sure. I think this. I think this movie is a decent enough example of what a lot of kind of dull action movies try to do, which is toe the line between the two, and it doesn't quite work out because it's like, yeah. Well, what do I care? But I think this movie did some honestly clever things with its writing that i was just charmed enough by to right. uh, i'm gonna need to know to what enjoy. that is um yeah I, I don't know i i i enjoyed the premise i'm sad we won't get to see any more because i like that they set up i like the setup of this of this universe where you can essentially it's like doctor who or james bond where they've written yes. in an explanation for just replacing the characters with new actors playing the same character it's it's a it's Here- a brilliant idea Here's the thing I liked. I liked the core premise. And we should explain what that is, which is that these are a group of people who are aware that they're reincarnated. Yeah. Uh, And so their experiences roll over to the next life. So they they are thousands of years of lifetimes of experiences. That is a great idea. Mm -hmm. Uh, The thing that was stupid was all the other stuff. For yeah. example, yeah, they're branding. They give him they brand. <laughs> they, they brand. brand. They have a little I infinite that logo on everything. On their on their seats, on their planes. Yep. I was like, the fuck is this? And I wanted to know more because I you can kind of assume like, okay, they they probably have a lot of money because it's accumulated lifetime to lifetime. Probably a lot of wills that are confusing. Uh but like, okay, sure. Uh but like the branding is so dumb. And on top of that, on top of this premise, the problems are one, they had to give them superpowers on top of it. Yeah, that was uh, real baffling. They, they didn't matter because they tell them like, also, you're going to get a superpower. We don't know what it is, but you're going to get it. And I'm like, oh, boy, I bet that's going to kick in near the third act. I think and it does. It does for yeah. a minute. Yeah. And then it goes away. Imagine if the first Star Wars. Ooh. Um. Okay, it's basically because basically what it is 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 Mark Wahlberg's character. The character's name is Treadway, <laughs> yeah. as he's existed through you know hundreds of years and several generations of of lifetimes. Right. Um, he has basically the Force, 
Um, but like picture, but the way they, I'm trying to work my head around this, this metaphor that he I am like then trying to deliver powers. for you. Yeah. It's, it's like if they did star Wars, didn't tell you what the force was really. It just showed someone kind of use it a little bit toward the end. It yeah. felt like they were planting a seed for a sequel. That was a little less Not good. Yeah, it wasn't good, but it, it was less hitting you over the head with the fact that it was trying to plant a seed for a sequel. Right, And it was weird that I appreciated that, because normally they do dumb shit like make the first movie a prologue for the, you know, like that's been kind of the the, mm-hmm. com- the complaint. And this movie doesn't do that to its credit. It had, this is a complete story that can exist on its own and probably will. Yeah. <laughs> that's really lowering the bar, but yes. Yeah. Um. So I did. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. It, it has. It's. All right. So it's basically wanted or. Or. um. Ah, oh, jeez. I it's, guess technically the Matrix. That's what it wants to be. It's closer to the um, Matrix. Yeah. It's it's but it's, it's well, less obnoxious than Wanted. But yeah. No, no. But what I'm saying, it starts with like basically narration, which I believe just vanishes throughout the movie. Um, he narrates the beginning and end. Okay, he does narrate the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's basically like I never fit in my whole life. You know that. Is, yeah. That's yep. why it reminded me of Wanted. Oh yeah. It's like I hate my life. I oh, what am I gonna do? And there's a lot of movies like that. Yeah. And then it's basically like action sequence. Suddenly you're in a car. Wait, who are you? Yeah. And someone being like, you're you're um you're a magic. You're a special boy. <laughs> you're and a I've magic. Seen that, you're a wizard, yeah. Harry. <laughs> I've seen that in so many movies. Yeah. It's it's every trope. It is every yeah. trope. The the villain just wants to blow well, up the world. Hold on, um, there, I'm going to push back uh, on that because the I thought one of the good pieces of writing in this movie was the villain's motivation. The issue is that they didn't tell us what that was really until an hour in. So it's it's for the first another one where I sort of understood where he was coming from. Yeah, I didn't need them it, to elaborate really because I got it. But when they did elaborate, I thought it was like. Like you were saying how the core premise is like a good idea. I think the idea of the... I, I thought this was a good idea. Like I understood if you're going to go the route of just doing, well, they're a zealot, which is... It gets a lot of criticism for being lazy writing when you just can't figure out a reason for your villain to be just a complete nihilistic maniac. You're just like, well, they're right. a zealot. With him, it's the way his re- the bad guy's reincarnation has worked is... With other people, normally you slowly retain your memories uh, as you get older and as you develop. <clears throat> With him, when he sort of wakes up in, in a womb, like when he is reincarnated, he is has complete adult awareness in all of his memories, but it's in that tiny fetus. And he has to sit there and wait, basically. Right. With, with like, just imagine transplanting your adult psyche into an infant. Like and he's yeah, he's and had he's to gone do that. Insane. Yeah, he's gone insane because he's had to do that uh, an infinite number of times. Here's the That's thing: the title. It's a good idea. Yeah. Um, it's not executed well because no. I don't. I understand him. I don't understand the people working for him. Nope, they don't speak. Um, That's how they get around that. <laughs> yeah, none of his henchmen I, have lines. <laughs> also, there's a way to do that. Here's here's how I would have done it because there's a point in this movie. So there's a MacGuffin. It's called the egg. Not good. D- Dave? Not a good... Dave, I was watching this with Marina, and I'm curious if you made the same connection. She just kept saying, this is Assassin's Creed over and over again. Yeah, it is very <laughs> They even Creed. have an animus. <laughs> yeah, but it just in. drowns you. Well, they have two different well, ones. Okay. They have one that like... Oh, yeah, they have the other one. Yeah, little needles in his face to make him remember, yeah. and then the other one is just a giant tube that so drowns him. So fucking dumb. <laughs> Um, so like, I, I, I once again have to state this movie as is, but with Nicolas Cage, I'd be like, make a hundred of these. <clears throat> and well, you don't, know, originally, I don't, care, I don't care if you have to recast it. Keep Nicolas Cage. Well, originally the lead character was supposed to be Chris Evans, which makes a lot more sense. Oh yeah, I can see that. Cause part but, of the problem so, with part of the, one of the big problems with the movie that I had is that Mark Wahlberg's character is clearly written to be a younger man. Yes. Uh, well, and right. he is I, fucking dead ass 50 years let's, old. Okay, let's let's go in order. Let's start with that because okay. there's a beginning sequence <laughs> of a car of a car chase and we see basically the deaths of these characters that they're going to reincarnate. Mm-hmm. The problem is then we cut to 50-year-old Mark Wahlberg and I'm like, "Wait, 
was that the 70s? <laughs> because it doesn't look like no, the 70s. No, it looks like 2013. <laughs> yeah. Like so like problem scene. number one yeah. is that what we're talking about is that you die, then you are born, you live your life. And at some point they say puberty, it, it triggers in your brain that you've been, you know, you remember Mark Wahlberg is 50. So it means, yes, that that opening sequence happened at least 50 years ago, which if you do the math, doesn't make any sense. Mm -mm. Uh, so it was immediate like, like, oh no. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of little things. So like, we find out, like, the, all right, the job interview. The job interview. <laughs> he goes in for a job interview, and the guy is like, you you have a history of assault, which I was like, is this just Mark Wahlberg? Okay. <laughs> Are we just uh, talking to Mark Wahlberg? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so the guy, basically, he sits down for the job interview to be told, we're not going to hire you, to which I said, why did they do why the job interview? Why did they call interview? him in? Yeah, that's just, it's madness. It's it's setting up a situation to make his like aggression seem justified because the way they get into it's like yeah he broke a customer's arm but it was after the customer was like physically assaulting a waitress so it's like oh well of course fuck that guy uh but like yeah nobody would call certainly not for an extremely high-end restaurant in new york which is what this is supposed to be they would not call him in to tell him he didn't have the job it's a fucking waste of their time like, it's such a weird sequence. Yeah, yeah. it's 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 then, baffling. It would not happen. Yeah, he complains about how he doesn't have money, and then we find out that he is making swords for a drug dealer for prescription drugs, and it's like a real Florida crime situation, where like the drug dealer is going to cut off his girlfriend's arm, and yeah. then Mark Wahlberg has to fight him. Um, it's very silly, but again, it's fun. It's a fun silly. It's it's yeah it's and it's, then it's dumb but it's fun yeah he runs from the cops he jumps off like a six foot wall and just buckles a uh, a car yeah he's like the Hulk yeah he's like the Terminator Mark Wahlberg is extremely dense <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's like um, dark matter <laughs> so he yeah he gets arrested and so we cut to Toby Jones and he's like there's a there's a man who got arrested uh the the arrest report says he had a sword that hasn't been made since like the blank <laughs> like, century and i'm like the, the arrest NYPD report? made that report yeah so this is the type of movie we're talking about what do you have where, indiana like, jones working at the police station right like what what fucking scientist looked at that sword and was like this steel folding technique hasn't been used <laughs> since this obscure dynasty in japan it's Nobody so at the New York dumb. Police Department knows that. <laughs> Nobody. No, who would know that? Who would know that? 13 From looking people at the on sword. the planet would know that. Yeah. Like. That's the whole point. The whole point. Uh, but I look, I don't blame the writers. I don't blame the director. I blame the producers. Because I think what happened is that some poor fucking writer had to get from A to B in like a span of a minute. And was like, I guess this is how we're going to do it. Because this movie feels like very rushed in terms of setting it up, which I get why. Because I'm there like 20 minutes in, we're getting into the action, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, but it's so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's just such a bad way of doing it. So um, he goes to the police station in their weird soundproof. It looks like the back room of an S&M club. Yeah. Well, They're yeah. like soundproof. It looks like a recording studio. Room. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that doesn't make any sense. Um, he, the bad guy interrogates him. Uh, he gets rescued in a supercar. Um, yeah. Mm hmm. With infinity car seats. Yes. And when, like you press the, when you press wheels. the button, it moves the steering wheel. <laughs> yeah. And that was the point where it's like, I need, I need things to be explained to me. Uh, you know, like we need to, you're introducing a bunch of new technology that doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. I need to know why they never explain it really. Well, this is, yeah. Rather than the, go through like a point by point <laughs> of what's dumb no. about this movie. But that's, this is kind of the thing, <clears throat> because, like, that's, it is, it's all the little things. Yeah, it's a mountain um, of little things. Like, um, there's a broad thing that I wanted to talk about, uh, where sure. it's just, 
a you know a big part of this movie is this like shadow war this invisible war between the believers and the nihilists and they're like the believers believe they could they we should use this uh, ability to, to better mankind and that's what we can you know we can use our our thousands of years of knowledge and wisdom to help humanity and it's they never explain how or show us how it's like how are they helping anything in in they're not developing anything like no medicine no technology no what do they do that is helping humanity as we learn from this car chase they blow up cops They sure when do. They blow up the cops. Yeah, fuck and that those was when cops. I was like, huh? Yeah. So it's it's very yeah. I don't. It's, this is what I mean. Is like it's a great premise, but all right. So I'll I'll get to the broader things. The egg, for example. <laughs> so the, the idea of the egg is it's a generic doomsday device. Yeah. You arm it, and and then it I don't know kills everything Thanos style. It does. Yeah. It's just a straight and up so Thanos. The nihilists are trying to blow up everything again the only person who has a motivation for this however is, is the main is villain. the bad guy yeah no not uh, clear why anyone else would be into his idea unless they're having the same experience that he's having but that's never disclosed to us yeah and that's stupid enough but then <clears throat> he gets the egg and my thought was why aren't you immediately doing it he says like run it run some tests we got to make sure it's real and i'm like you know what's a good test Pressing the thing, doing the thing. Just do the thing. Yeah. You've been desperate for this item. Uh, just do the thing, you know? Um, and then he like puts it on a plane at the end, and I'm like, where are you going with that? Just do it. Just you have that's the big issue is that the the MacGuffin should be dangerous the moment it's in the bad guy's hands. Like the moment it literally goes into his hands, it should be over. And the game should have been it needs to not be in his hands. And had they made it so that what the bad guy was experiencing, where the womb shit mm-hmm. was what all of those people were experiencing, yeah. then you have an army of desperate yeah. people yes. who just want to... And then you have like a fun idea for an action where it's like they literally cannot... They can't touch this. If they touch it, they'll immediately press it or do whatever to it and end the world. But instead, it's it's... He gets it and he's like, Mwahaha, I will now sit on this for a while. And it's like, why? <clears throat> what are you doing with that thing? Why can't, why, just end he, the world. He That's wanted what to you put it in do. a big, a big exploding box and drop uh-huh. it on a big city. It's like, nah, man, just press the button. Just, just you press got the it. button. You, you won. Yeah. You got it. If this thing kills everything, <clears throat> you don't need to go to a city. You just have to activate it. Yeah. And then you're done. Yeah. And so it gets very again. It's really it's the another short another game. silly thing about it is they they do a quick line to explain away. <clears throat> okay, <laughs> this is <laughs> let, let me let me talk because this is a, a an overall problem with the movie is while I I did identify some moments where I thought the writing was genuinely clever, which I will get to. Um, yeah, there's a lot of moments like a couple of things that you've already talked about where it's clear that they just, they had a problem that needed to be solved. And so they just did something really quick with a line yeah. or something to solve that problem. So the problem that was solved by this is okay. There's a que- There's the obvious question is why doesn't he, the bad guy just make another egg? Because yeah. like he's, he's been without the, the, the game is, is that Mark, Mark Wahlberg's, character hid the egg in his previous life before he died so everybody's trying to get him and get his memory so they can find out what where he hid the egg in his previous life so i can't wait to talk about where he hid the egg yes it's incredible (laughs) um because also he says he literally says look in uh (laughs) yeah he uh, does so the thing that i was wondering you know that and i imagine that uh, a lot of people were is is in the intervening decades as we discussed mark Wahlberg is 50 so it has to have been at least a few decades since he died yeah why hasn't the bad guy just built another egg so they throw in this quick line about how uh the egg was like an idea he had but he made humans build it for him and <laughs> uh and then they're like yeah treadway killed his einstein so he couldn't remake the egg <laughs> And then we just keep going, and that's their explanation. It's like, okay, so the whole premise here is that these infinites, uh, 
the 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 glorious purpose of their existence is to better humanity and advance humanity with their thousands of years of knowledge and wisdom. But like, right. if we if they have all of that and they still need to like tag in some normal ass human to build this impossible doomsday device, you right. guys aren't helping humanity that much. No, you're like, really not. What are you learning? What is this knowledge? Like, what do you do that benefits the world? They don't do anything. Oh, my God. He had they to don't have do a person. Do a he had thing. to find a person to make this egg for him. And the only reason that line is in there is, is to solve the problem of why didn't he just make another egg? Yes, there's a lot of that. It's a lo- Again, it feels like there's like 10 producers and they're all throwing in notes in the scripting process and it results in this because it's again it starts from a very clever action premise and then all the plot stuff all the explanations is just bullshit it's just gibberish Mm -hmm. it is jason manzoukas has has a machine so i i guess i want to walk people through this um so he's like there, so a, a lot of the movie, again, Mark Wahlberg hid the egg in his previous life. He doesn't remember, so they need to access his memories. Yeah. The way they do that is they're like, we're going to put you in this machine that'll do that for you. Manzukas explains, you know how your life flashes before your eyes before you die? And I was like, I'm pretty sure that's not real, but go on. It's fine. It's one of yeah, those 10% um, of your brain right. things. Well, at that, I think this is even more egregious because it's that's not a literal... No, saying. it's a saying. It's a saying. It's, just, it's a turn yeah. of phrase. <laughs> like, it's a turn of phrase. And they're like, we all know how that's scientific fact, right? <laughs> so I built I built a machine. God, how is Manzoukas going to cover this and how did this get made? They, I, I assume they're gonna they just have wouldn't. Because they never do Piranha either. Piranha that's 3D. Um, so, uh, so he's like, this is a device that'll do that. It's a big... Like, imagine, like, the thing Captain America went in, but, like, more modern. Like, it's a big human pod. Yeah, it's like a sensory deprivation chamber. Yeah, but it's, like, big, and it's got, like, 50 wires and cords coming out the back, and it's, like, hooked up to a machine. He gets in it, and we learn all it does is fill with water and drown him. Yep. <laughs> that is all it does. It it's looks a like drowning it, it looks machine. like it costs about $4 million. Yeah. <laughs> and all it does is drown a person. Cut to cut to the, the cut to like Constantine, where he's like, oh <laughs> he yeah, I'll just stick you in a bathtub. In a yeah. bathtub. <laughs> because if you need to drown somebody, you don't have to spend that much money on it. No. And it's literally all the machine does. And it's one of those moments where it's like, you can see like how maybe that machine was an idea early on. Yeah. And then it got, and then it never got cut out. Yeah. But they still, like, it's that sort of thing where, like, by the time it makes it, they're like, it really just needs to drown him uh, because that helps with this arc with the water or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, and then it becomes this big thing where, like, they forget to change it. And then it's suddenly a big, stupid machine that dr- just drowns you. Yeah, uh, it's th- a lot of that. I think Manzukis himself is a is a another example of that because Manzukis's character is I'll I'll give the movie credit, he's at least in this movie way more than he's in John Wick 3, even though yes. he got like his own character poster for John Wick 3. Yeah. But like this movie also is, confusingly forces him to play it straight for most of it. Like he yeah. has, he has, he like, still he has, has like, some jokes. He but... has like one or two jokes, but like he's mostly being pretty straight. And it's like, why on earth would you cast Jason Manzukas and not let him be Jason Manzukas? Right. It's very strange. Oh yeah. But also, when Mark Wahlberg decides to get drowned, he says the line I wrote it down: "I can't let anybody else get hurt because of what's in my head." I can't let anybody else get hurt because of what's in my head. At that point, nobody has gotten hurt. Like no one's really he that he has blow up some cops or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but he doesn't seem to care about that. His the way his character is very rushed because it's literally get in a car. You're a special boy. They stop and he's like, wait, I thought reincarnation was fake. And like they have like one conversation and then he's just like, okay, and then that's it. He's accepted the entire premise, and that's that. You know. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's it's very again it has to be rushed because they have to, they have to just move the movie along so he just sort of he's a non-character he barely has an arc it felt like um it's all 
it feels like all the exposition is just like desperately trying to set things up. Like the idea of his background with schizophrenia, uh, it's just to explain the past memories, but it doesn't inform his character. You not, know, the rejection yeah, at the job interview. It's not about that. They they mentioned he has a metal plate in his head. It's only so that later he can get shot. Well, and, no, it's not. And that's one of the things that I honestly had to give the movie credit for. Cause it's oh, no. it also, it also explains why his memory doesn't come back. Ah, okay. And it, and it ties into the idea that you're, you're correct that his, giving the character this background of like mistaking the past life memories as mental illness. And he's had like this, this desperate uh, life trying to get those memories to go away because he thinks that means there's a, he's got some kind of issue. Right. Uh, and so like the metal plates in his head, cause he tried to kill himself. Like he crashed his car. Um, none of that informs his character. You're a hundred percent correct. But I, had to give the movie credit for the metal plate doesn't come out of nowhere and it actually integrates into the story earlier in a way that didn't make me still look flag it you don't flag it right i wasn't still looking yeah. for a reason for it to be there so when he gets shot in the back of the head in the end of the movie i was like oh fuck his metal plate it was like oh all right that's fair fair play infinite <laughs> Like, I think the writer is doing his best. Yeah. But all right, I guess this is how I describe it. Is a movie like The Matrix. I think the Wachowskis built a world and then they put characters in it. Yeah. <laughs> this is building a world to explain what's happening to everything is everything is put it's like a it's it's like this like makeshift like cobbled together vehicle where there's tubes going everywhere and like it's just to make it function. Mm -hmm. So it's like, for example, the villain has a weapon that is, what is it called? Uh, the, dethroner. the dethroner. And it's just to add stakes. Well, he doesn't even have it. It's, in, a, it's, in, a, it's in Toby Jones's office. Oh, yeah. So they don't is that at Professor X's mansion? Uh, I think so. I can't remember yeah. if they just move in. No, because that's the bad guy's the Professor X's mansion right. is the bad guy's base because he has all the souls he stole with the dethroner in there. Yeah. I don't know how the dethroner works, nope. but I guess he shoots you yeah. and you don't come back and he gets your soul? It puts how their... It, they've already... They've discovered the singularity and turned it into a weapon. Basically, right. it, it uploads your consciousness to a computer chip and then he basically keeps it there. He has a little vault where right. he has all these people so he that like he's trapped in these computer chips. Them. We never, it looks like it just fires bullets. It's a bullet. Yeah, it just shoots a bullet into you that does it. Does, does he have to dig the bullet out after? I believe so. All right. And the bullet, it doesn't matter where you shoot him. Do you have to shoot him in the head? I don't. Uh, it doesn't. In the it doesn't seem to have to be shot in the head, but I don't know. I mean, here's the thing: the first time we see the dethroner used, doesn't a car explode after he they shoots sh them? He shoots the gasoline with it to explode the car, and then it's like, the, and then the, later, the, the, the female leads. Like, right? Yeah, the female leads whole <laughs> thing is that the other person, the car with her, was her like lover a thousand year lover like a person that they've been together through multiple lifetimes uh and, and she's like he got dethroned right like how did he get trapped and she like it doesn't yeah it should yeah, like that it's, <laughs> it's, so. it's yeah it's gibberish this is yeah. gibberish yeah and so it's that like yeah he shoots the gas tank of a car with the, the dethroner and that apparently dethrones one of them, but not the other. Yeah. But it's like, I don't even know how that thing works. And how the dethroner went from, because the bad guy has it in that flashback, and then it, the present day version takes it out of a chest that's in Toby Jones's office. It's like, how did the they get the gun from mm -hmm. him in that previous life? And why is it just sitting in an unlocked cigar box on Toby right. Jones' desk? It's because probably... They added that at the last minute. Yeah. Uh, and they were like, we need stakes. There needs to be. It was probably a producer note that was like, I, I feel like there's no stakes in this because they, if they die, they just reincarnate. So they were like, okay, I guess we'll add. I'm guessing that was near the end of the drafting process, you know? And then they thought up that stupid romantic arc. Maybe that replaced a romantic arc that Mark Wahlberg had. I don't know. You know, I assume when they brought him on, they were like, he's too old. Like, it, it, he shouldn't, well, like, it's, he's, very rightfully, like, he, we shouldn't give him a romantic arc with this young lady. They, for sure. But it's also, like, I'm glad they realized that, but they didn't realize that having him be that old also breaks the entire movie. Yeah. 
Well, because they're like, we got Mark Wahlberg. We got Mark Wahlberg, yeah. We'll make it work. And no, you didn't. You didn't make it work. <laughs> it's still confusing why this fifty-year-old still... man is our special boy. Yeah. So it, my fucking god. There's. <laughs> I want to talk about the egg and where he hit it. So yeah, Mark sure. Wahlberg carved in, in the in the sequence where they're the car chase at the beginning. He says. If I don't make it, look inside. Mm -hmm. Look inside. And it's like a memory <laughs> that he I... kept having uh, in his new life. And so he's carved look inside onto his stomach. Yeah. And at the time, I was like, he doesn't mean inside him, right? Because that would be stupid. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, and it turns out that in the middle of the car chase, Mark Wahlberg's past self cut himself open and shoved the egg in like just, just his stomach it into his stomach and then had a sword fight after that yeah and it's like when he's like if i don't make it it's like you're not gonna make it you shoved an <laughs> e uh, you shoved you a metal shoved egg in your body egg into your belly you're gonna die of sepsis yeah. Conveniently, they also save corpses. Yeah. And their reasoning, they were like, Well, we this want, makes we're a lot of sense, do... actually, to me. Well, they're like, We're trying to find out scientifically yeah. what. Uh... But first, I thought, like, You really only need the brain. But secondly, they don't know. I would ass yeah. I would also assume they're only, the only difference between them and the rest of the world is they remember, right? You know, we, I, yeah, that would presumably be the thing is these is everybody is reincarnated and just these are the only people right. who remember so that's all they need to figure out is why do they re we we remember and they don't mm -hmm. i i don't know how much like human dissection you need for that i don't know they i don't think they need to keep saving they have like a, yeah. a giant room of bodies yeah and i that, was like i don't think you need this many i don't know that I, I don't th think this is how science works. That made sense to me. Like, after a while, you would start saving everybody's body because you're like, we got to figure out what's going on here. Yeah, but I think, I don't think you need that. I don't know. I don't think that's how science works, is I my just, point. Man, science they doesn't just, work like this. They that, just have, they, yeah, <laughs> they just have them on ice. And, um, well, they so, have them in fanciful back, fantasy back ice, tanks. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's what it means. They have to cut open his corpse, and that's how they get the egg out, because he has shoved it in his body. Here's the thing. How dumb is that? Because what if what if he fell a long distance? What if he got hit by a train? He does he, fall fighting... a long distance. You're right, and his body would explode. Yeah. It should the have. Egg, what if, the egg what would if have he... burst out of his asshole. Yeah, it's actually a very unsafe place to put it, the egg. Uh, if he had exploded in the car... There's so many ways putting the egg in your body will not... Because, yeah, he probably thought, like, yeah, they preserve bodies, so I should put it in my body. But, like, how often do they lose bodies? Right. They, in this situation, it's like... Mark Wahlberg falls into the fucking ocean at the end. Yeah. How, how, it's, it's like in Mexico City. It's, it's a huge explosion. Like, how, how are they going to get there? Like that, yeah. that, that Like, the police are going to be grabbing his body and, like, yes! very shortly... Yeah, it's uh and th again, this is the this is the movie. This is the this is the movie. Yeah. He he has he has a Tony Stark drone computer that looks quite frankly harder to control drones with that, than if that you made me use laugh a joystick. So hard cuz it was like okay, so uh the bad guy at the end, the the like he's 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 in uh, Xavier's mansion, uh, and yeah. uh, Jason Manzukis in an attack helicopter, and Mark Wahlberg in an attack ATV are coming to a, to attack his uh, mansion. So he unleashes these two drones that he's controlling using like this cool Tony Stark Minority Report interface. That I mean, it looks cool, but like there's no he has to, like move his whole body. He has to, to move his it. whole body. There's no feed showing him what the drones are seeing. Yeah. So it's like, where, how does he know where the fuck he's steering yeah. these Dude, things? All you need is a television you and a PlayStation a, controller. Yep. <laughs> you just need a TV screen and a fucking video game remote. That's all you need. Yeah. But I think there was a note where a producer is like, this could be the new Avengers. We want to make it like the new superhero movies. Well, and I get and it. I it's, it's just not particularly exciting to see a guy sitting there with a controller, but like... <sighs> 
but it, this like, is it's so very forced silly yeah. because they just they <laughs> like, need an action sequence yeah and it, it clear like they, he just like have him fight like, the drones don't make the action sequence this guy like, like really intensely moving his arms around yeah. or have him fight just people or people yeah because there's they people were, out there but the people get blown up immediately and then they're yeah. fucking with these drones it's like have so him fight like, the people what is this two cgi drones just like rise out of this old mansion and it's like yeah what are we doing what are we doing and i think it's again this writer trying to please a bunch of people and so like the the notes are like make it more like a superhero thing and the problem is it just isn't that but he has to add some stuff so they shoehorn in a superpower they shoehorn in this tony stark stuff where it's like you're not getting enough but it's enough for some producer to sign off on it. Yeah. Uh, that's what it felt like. It felt like a writing assignment hmm. where he had a bunch of things. And he, since it was so many notes, they couldn't actually make a cohesive film, but just like do all the stuff they want. Because uh, the superpower, they, they add that on top. And I thought like that, you already had a clever idea, which is that they're just real, they're the most skilled people in the world. That's a clever idea. Uh, and then the superpowers, it's like, okay, here we fucking go. And what that amounts to is Mark Wahlberg jumps his uh, motorcycle. motorcycle onto a plane and it's windy. Uh, it's too windy. So he's like on a, holding onto a sword and he can't move. And then his superpower kicks in and it seems to give him the power to control the wind. Um, like he can or block move, himself from he it. Can, he can move like outside of it somehow. Like and it's it's what yeah. it's what he does in the beginning to make the jump out of the car onto a crane instead of just like right. fucking falling to his death. Right. And yeah. so he uses it to get in the plane. And that is the extent of his superpower being used in the film. Yeah. And I thought it would have been cooler if he found a non-superpower way to get in that plane. That would have been objectively a more intense more action cooler sequence. action sequence, yeah. Also, I'm not sure, like, that pilot is awesome, because fucking yeah. Mark Wahlberg landed on one wing with a motorcycle while that thing was in yeah. flight, and the plane doesn't even, doesn't even tilt a little bit. No, the, and, and in fact, the motorcycle rolls into the <laughs> rolls engine. Rolls into the engine, right? Like, they have it. This, <laughs> and like, the plane su- is fine. This super extreme thing happened where it's like, I'm pretty sure jumping a motorcycle onto the wing of this plane while it's in midair would have been enough to bring it down. But yeah. <laughs> not, maybe and not. I, I don't know. I bet there was a version where he just got on the plane and they're like, can he get on in a cooler way? And then they're like, yeah, do that. Have an explosion. And like, no one thought about how that ruins the sequence uh, because that would take down the plane. So they just simply went, yeah, but the plane is fine. There's it's um, like, no, it's not. Yeah, it's it, not fine. It's definitely not. Also during that, it, it, it makes for a cool little uh, sh- sequence of shots, but uh, the plane ends up doing several barrel rolls. And it's like, I just don't think that airplane is capable of doing yeah. that without it's ripping also, itself apart. Yeah. And missing an engine. <laughs> missing two engines, I believe, two engines. at that point. Yeah. Maybe those barrel rolls weren't intentional. I don't, don't know. Don't do a barrel roll. <laughs> yeah. It is. Um, Okay, so there's two things I wanted to talk okay. about before we finish. Uh, there's two things that I thought were genuinely good. Okay. <laughs> um, apart from the the first clever thing that I wanted to flag was the metal plate thing. So we've talked about that. Yeah, that, that is, now that you mention it, I didn't Not flag bad. it early on when they mention it. I didn't think like, oh, that's going to come in later. And it, they so were, is, yeah, they were able to integrate it in a couple of different ways. So it was, I was like, yeah. oh, that's not bad. Fair play, Infinite. Yeah. Um, there is a legitimately good scene between Chiwetel Ejiofor and Toby Jones, which big surprise, but yeah, yeah, they basically it's there's, he shows up at, at Toby Jones offices and is interrogating him and they waterboard him with honey, which is pretty gnarly. Um, right. And then basically this is when we get uh, the bad guy's motivation. He starts to explain the sort of hell that he goes through every time he gets reincarnated. And it devolves into him shouting like this, like really pained, like we keep using the word desperate, but that's like the villain's primary motivation is that he's desperate. Yeah. And Chuatel is killing. He's it. killing it. Yeah. Because because of who he is. Yeah, he's, he's giving yeah. it all he's got. Yeah. So, and that's again, I wish Mark Wahlberg 
was also someone yeah. who was giving it all they got. Yeah. So in this scene, you it devolves into him shouting like like his his desperate anguish, and then overlapping Toby Jones is shouting back what how they view um, reincarnation and these endless lifelines. Where he's like, "Yeah, you're never gonna understand friendship. You're never gonna understand love. You're never gonna understand making right. these connections." So it, it's just them shouting their conflicting sort of the two different directions you can go when you're doing like the philosophical thought experiment of like what would it mean to live forever um and they're kind of just overlapping shouting those two viewpoints at each other and i thought that was like a legitimately a good scene i was like oh shit all right infinite yeah um and absolutely the other thing i wanted to flag is despite the movie's premise they found a way for it to still have stakes which i appreciated which is something that's missing from stuff like the old guard where it's like, yeah. yeah, when the people die, yeah, they're going to come back. But it's still like, yeah, they're, you're not going to see them for like 25 years. <laughs> like, Yeah, and, and which is why they didn't need the, the fucking dethroner. Yeah. On top of that, they be the it's a fucking doomsday device. Yeah. So there's stakes in the sense that like, yeah, if the villain wins, he will literally kill the whole world. I mean, it's not like... I meant like on a small scale, like on an action scene scale, because it's like, yes, it's like there's still there can be a doomsday device. But when you have an invincible cast, they just kind of walk through action scenes and they're never in danger. And this one, they still if they get shot, it's a fucking problem. Yeah, it's like playing Hades. Yeah. You're like, ah, great. I have to start all (laughs) All the way way over. Yeah. So it's still like, yeah. yeah. And and that's what that's what makes this (sighs) tragic to me, because they started with whoever pitched this whether it be the writer or a producer they started a, with a, a, book, a simple okay they start with a very simple idea that would create cool action and stakes which is simply that they've reincarnated and they've maintained their knowledge that alone you can make a whole thing out of it and i think somewhere in the writing process somebody and it can't be the writer because the writer doesn't have enough power. Somebody needed to be like, we need to shake this Etch-A-Sketch. We have, we have gotten too far down these, these rabbit holes. Yeah. Uh, and and we, we've added too much. We've had too many ideas, too many cooks in the kitchen. And this is just a weird mutant mm-hmm. that's covered in ideas that we need to fucking kill. And I don't know, reincarnate yeah. as a more elegant idea. Because they had, they started with it. I assume. Uh, who knows? Maybe this was the first draft. I sure hope it wasn't. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's real depressing. Feels, if it was, yeah. And so, like, they just they they needed to shake off all the bullshit and and give us that, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, because they added double stakes on top of yeah. fucking the doomsday device. Like, oh uh, Christ. They wanted, like, there's parts where Mark Wahlberg was like, oh, man, I just got to save the world. All right, no big deal. And it's like, oh, stop it. Yeah. Stop it, movie. Yeah. Knock it off. Get him out of here. Yeah. And <laughs> He's to, the worst choice. Well, the worst to, choice. To his credit, this movie clearly intended to set up a franchise. And yeah. he steps aside at the end. Yeah, we didn't talk about the ending. He fucking he dies. dies. And, and is, reincarnated. And is reincarnated as a fucking badass martial artist in Jakarta, which is like, man, if they made a second one, would they would they have put Iko Uwais in it? Because he just made you know, he you know he just made a movie with Mark Wahlberg like two years ago. So I was like, well, right. maybe that that, that was their thinking. Here's the thing. They're, I mean, they're not going to make another one. <laughs> if they made another one, some producer would chime up and be like, "Now nah, we need Mark back." Yeah, we gotta get and Mark back. And they would back, find yeah. a way to have Mark Wahlberg uh, back. And it's like the it, it's so clearly like the movie was designed specifically to not do that. Yeah, this movie feels like its own worst enemy yeah. with this stuff. That it, was it, honestly, yeah, my biggest surprise about this movie was not that it was bad because yeah, of course it's a bad movie, but like it's not. Yeah. It's like it's it's frustrating because it was like it was almost it's wasn't frustrating. it almost wasn't bad. Like you can yeah. see how it could have been good. Yeah, you can see the early drafts yeah. or like or where like, the early yeah. idea. Yeah. Uh and then probably Mark Wahlberg, they're like, We got Mark Wahlberg and the writer's like, Really? Because that doesn't All right, <laughs> sure. It really doesn't I seem like a making... good fit. <laughs> yeah, it really doesn't seem like a good fit. An odd uh, choice. <laughs> yeah, and then Wa- Mark Wahlberg comes in with his like list of like yeah. Here's everything I gotta family have. values yeah. has gotta be. I gotta have something. a scene where I talk about eating 
eating your vegetables and doing exercises. Yeah, exactly. Can we make sure that my character tells all the other characters that doing drugs isn't good? Yeah. <laughs> and so, it, yeah, it just became this... It's it's one of those things I wish producers understood, where it's like, oh, you're making a bad movie. Right now, right this second, like, you're you're ruining it. You're ruining it. Um, But there's no... I don't know. And they're, they're, I don't know what lesson they're going to get from this. They might come out of this and have the wrong lesson, too, you know? It, They'll it'll be, be like, oh, it was the wrong month. Or streaming, or... There just yeah. wasn't the interest for Paramount Plus, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, and it's it really comes down to you, the script is bad. Yeah, uh, and it doesn't. That doesn't even mean the writer did a bad job. It just means, yeah, the 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 short game, the the little things, the scene to scene work. It's gibberish, and it is a shame. I really do think so because there's good ideas here. Yeah, yeah. If it's weird, but like I don't know, reboot it. Mm. Give it to a good writer. Yeah. Or again, like, not even. I, I don't want to judge this writer because I don't know who they are. But like, give it to uh, people in charge who understand. Because yeah, it's weird saying this. It's weird to like know. Like, yeah, this doesn't feel like the writer's fault. It feels like they had to do a thing. Yeah. There's too many ideas. <laughs> too many ideas. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's one of the biggest problems. Yeah, and maybe it is the writer's fault. I don't know. I Who just knows? It's the writer of Splinter, which is a good movie. Uh, I'm looking it up right now. Um, and then, yeah, these are these are writers who clearly like, yeah, these are new writers, uh, two of them. One of them wrote Splinter. One mate wrote something called 222, which I can't speak to. They're probably looking for work, uh, and they probably had to deal with a lot of bullshit. <laughs> oh, man. Because I- my fucking god fucking infinite infinite Infinite. (laughs) jesus fucking christ directed by antoine Antoine fuqua Fuqua, (laughs) jesus christ yeah oh man yeah any other thoughts let me look at my notes real quick if there's something major i don't think there is that drowning machine is the funniest fucking funniest thing thing in the world man just tie him down and fill a bowl full of water yeah i just i saved you literally millions of dollars yeah Jesus Christ. You know how easy it is to drown? Yeah, you can drown him with a wet washcloth. Just jam it in his throat. Yeah, people do it all the time. They do it all the time. What is this? Uh, It's the breakfast machine. Yeah. (laughs) All it does is shoot It doesn't make breakfast at all. It just shoots you. Oh, my God. What a stupid movie. <laughs> Piece of shit. All right, I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna watch this more than three times. <laughs> <laughs> like it's not it's again. So it's stupid. It needs to be stupider, in my opinion, kind, frankly. But kinda, it's still yeah, stupid they're also enough. serious. <laughs> yeah, it, I again give it Nicolas Cage. That would have that would have for me would have made it a classic. <laughs> Like go watch next. Next is one of those where it's like next. Yeah, next. Next is a movie that starts with a premise that you're like, I could see that being a good movie, and then it clearly got away from the writers, and then someone was like, Fuck it, Nicolas Cage, and then we had a movie. Not a good movie, but you know, (laughs) but a movie. Yeah. All right. Are we? We're all set. We're We're done. Yeah, we're done. Ah, folks, we have a Patreon. Patreon.com/slash/gamefullyunemployed. If you go on there. You can check out some exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman and Fox Mulder is a Maniac Woo. and Star Trek, the next Futurama, uh, all available right now. We watch movies every Friday night with our patrons. Uh, that's another tier. Uh, we'll, I mean, probably definitely going to watch this movie. I mean, right? yeah, I think, I, think that's, I think that's a pretty safe bet. That's in the cards, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Check us out. Um, We're we'll great. S- yeah. Yeah, we're pretty great. We also have a store at tpublic.com slash store slash Game the Unemployed. You can get t-shirts, masks, mugs, stickers, posters, all kinds of things. So check that out. Check it out. If and you would. Yeah, and watch Infinite, I guess. Uh, sure. If you have Paramount Plus, don't pay money for this. You don't need that. You don't need that. No. Uh, God damn it. 